0: This is Pear Rabbit, and I gotta tell you, I find a great laughing place listening to the Magic Our Way podcast with Kevin, Danny, Eli, and Rachel. Zippity doo dah! Jumbo,
1: everyone,
0: Harambe, and
1: welcome to another edition of the
2: Magic Our Way, Magic
3: Our Way, Magic Our Way, Magic Our Way, the Magic Our Way podcast. They are truly magical and whatnot. <laughs>
1: Sante, Sante, everyone. You're listening to the Magic R. podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana. And on this show, we invite you to feel the libations. Feel it, feel it. We are artistic busts <laughs> and not artistic cream puffs. This is a show of which every opinion is welcome. MagicR.com is where you can find us for this show. We discuss some epic digs at Disney. And look. This isn't your typical polished practice Pixie Dust and Disney podcast. No way. We are not in the parks every day letting you know when they are testing the logs at Tiana's Bayou Land Adventure.
0: That's right, Kev. We're just here to drink, talk some Universal Mm. shots at Disney, and get a little epic.
2: Yeah, you listeners have the easy part. All you got to do is listen up while you hear what we think up, while we drink up. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. I'm Eli.
1: And I'm Rachel. And look, the easiest way to support us is leave a rating interview on Apple Podcasts and or wherever you access our show, YouTube, Spotify, wherever. Also, be sure to like and subscribe to us as well as turn on those notifications so you never miss an episode of the Magic RA Podcast. All right, so look, enough of our jibber-jabber, man. Let's go see what's happening over at Universal. Step right into the queue, the segment in which we get to discuss all the news and happenings in the world of Disney today. Well, maybe for this particular episode, Universal as well, Uh, but it kind of overlaps. For this episode, we would like to discuss the video that Universal released that prompted all of this epic universe mania. On January 30th, 2024, Universal dropped videos and websites revealing a good bit of information of what to expect when Universal Epic Universe opens next year in 2025. Now, when I first put this show together a couple weeks ago and I was organizing notes, Universal was saying summer of 2025. But since then, um, I, I didn't say it this particular time, but since then they removed the word summer from their website. I don't know if anybody noticed that. I did, yes. But yes. Now, yeah. So I don't know what that means. Uh, I don't know what that means for you, Rachel. It, it could be any time in 2025.
4: I. Yeah, I have heard that it means earlier.
1: Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah, because people would assume it's later, right? But that's great.
4: Right. Yeah. I've not heard from like universal people. That's not official. I've heard rumors from like fan community that it's going to be earlier, that they're farther along than they thought they'd be. And so it might be more like spring break.
0: What? (laughs) We're used to Disney and them constantly delaying that hat box goes coming out on that last day. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, that's us being used to Disney. It sounds like Universal has their act together. It
1: makes sense. Uh, I I follow, well, if if you're a theme park fan at all, you know the name By Reconstruct on Twitter. And he's been Mm. posting aerial photos and the progress. And they're building, man. They're they're cooking some stuff over there, like big time.
0: Oh, no, yeah. You can really see the detail coming together. It's really impressive. Yeah.
1: So anyway, the video that you want to check out that was released on the 30th that I mentioned is titled Introducing Universal Epic Universe. And you can definitely find it easy via YouTube or via a quick web search. Uh, This particular video features high-level Universal executives giving a descriptive, teaser-filled overview of Universal Epic Universe. We have Mark Woodbury, who is the chairman and CEO of Universal Destinations and Experiences, Molly Murphy, the president of Universal Creative, Brian Robinson, Chief Creative Officer for Universal Creative, so we got those three individuals on featured on this video commenting. And as I was watching this throughout the entire video, I felt like Universal was throwing some subtle digs, or maybe threw some shade yeah. on Dizzy with the way they chose to write their script. You could tell it's scripted. You could tell they they had something to say. Maybe some of the things came from the heart, but a lot of the the word choice was very interesting to me. So I figure as a Dizzy podcast, okay. You know, Universal, I think is probably their closest competitor um, to Disney, and so, uh, you know, competition's good. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it's time to delve in and kind of explore what they're doing, and what a better way with uh, their particular script on this video, because I felt like, yeah, they were throwing some digs, man. They were throwing some digs. So that's what we're going to discuss on this episode. Feel free to hit pause, view the video, then come back right here to hear what I discovered. Uh, So I want to know, did you hear the same things? Do you agree or do you disagree that it was a dig? Did you hear some that we missed? Let us know at show at magicarway.com. So what I did is I pulled these exact clips and quotes from the video, and we're going to discuss and rate each of these digs, I guess. We could rate them to see if it was actually a dig, if it was a strong dig, or if it was a weak dig. Or if it was an epic dig. Or if it was an epic dig. Yeah, you can make it, it was like A big-time dig. Huge. Epic would be the biggest dig. Biggest dig. throwing at at him. We're digging the dig. We're digging the dig. That's right. Dig dug. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Maybe we're reading too much into it, or maybe we're not. I don't know. Mm. I'll present each clip in the order in which they appear in the video. Okay. So let us begin. So the first thing that comes up, and I was listening to this. They were describing what they're doing with epic universe and they pulled a quote from their 1931 movie frankenstein okay and i thought it was a very interesting quote and since you're all disney fans you could probably guess as to why I, just decided, I went with this particular quote so this is the first thing that caught my ear and the challenge became what can we do next where should we be if nobody tried to find out what lies beyond if you never wanted to do anything that was dangerous
5: ever wanted to look beyond the clouds and the stars?
0: It's funny how when you take the sinister music out, it sounds more hopeful. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. the no. screaming <laughs> in the background?
5: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Well, I pulled
1: that particular clip because they mentioned beyond, and I think it's repeated three times in that. And of course, with Disney fans, you know, we've heard that term before, what lies beyond Big Thunder Thunder Mountain. Yes. And so here they are referencing a beyond. In fact, one of their movies, oddly enough. Mm -hmm. And so I thought this was interesting and kind of a dig because it's like, well, we're looking what's beyond and we're building it. (laughs) Like right now, this is what's beyond. Hmm. This is what's happening. I don't know. What do you guys think about that
0: one? I didn't pick up on that. I'll be honest. Um... Yeah, no, it didn't occur to me that that may have been what they were referencing.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I say medium, medium, a medium, dig, dig. Yeah, medium, big. Uh yeah. In that they're yeah. saying we're more like that's just what I'm hearing the clip for the first time for me. Uh, they're saying yeah, we're a little more edgier mm-hmm. than Disney, which has been a thing that Universal's put forth in their commercials as opposed sure. to Disney, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they're like, yeah, this is what we're gonna do. If you like it edgy, come here. Right, that was in the clip. Yep. I would go with that. That sounds like more boasting, though, than a dig.
0: Yeah, I'm with you on that, because why would they want people to equate in their mind all that talk about Beyond Big Thunder Mountain that may or may not happen with what they're actually doing? Because they're actually doing it. Yeah, but I don't want them to think of Disney (laughs) looking at my stuff, but okay. That's like like
2: when you're dating somebody. You don't want someone talking about their ex (laughs) while they date you. You don't want that.
0: Rachel? Yeah.
4: Um. Yeah, I don't think it's a huge dig.
0: Yeah. No, I agree with that.
5: Yeah. Yeah.
4: I, okay. so I kind of medium. Medium. it's, it's Media, possible. Lukewarm. Yeah. So
2: we
0: was gonna say at least medium, but less than medium. Y'all feel? I I don't know that that was intentional. I really don't. Purely ha- happenstance. I think it could have been happenstance. I Was like cool.
4: I don't. I I'm kind of grading them. Do you all see that commercial that Universal did? I think it was maybe a year ago. Where they were like, is your kid too big to be a princess? Mm -hmm. Or like, it was like such a dig. It was like directly directly going at Disney and what they do, and they're like, come have a real vacation. Right. Yes, don't worry about magic like, or have, something like that. Come yes. have real fun. Yeah, and so I'm kind of comparing these to that because mm-hmm. that was like a 10, ten out of 10 right. on a oh, dig scale. Yeah,
0: it was like, epic, this yeah, one yeah.
4: feels a little bit more mild, a yeah. lot more mild.
0: Yeah, yeah that, that was very overt. They were like, <laughs> princesses and pixie dust, not your thing? <laughs> come to Universal. Yeah, it was yeah. like
4: so direct. Right. It was so direct.
0: Make it dangerous.
5: I like that, I like that, yeah.
0: yeah. When the kids were like, I'm finally ready, dad. I'm finally yes. ready. And yeah. they're like, it's about time. We're <laughs> sick of going yes. to that stupid Disney. We want to go to Universal. It's yeah. yeah. To transition. Yeah. Like yeah right. Generally, when they take a dig, it's pretty obvious. Pretty odd, yeah. But you you don't think anybody was like, ooh, maybe we should chill it's a little bit. It's possible. It's very possible. I like, I would not I would not completely rule it out. I just <laughs> could be all passive. It's subliminal if it is.
2: <laughs> uh, if it, if you go for epic dig, it's mm-hmm.
0: very subliminal. It's not then. epic enough. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I like what Rachel brought up because that it probably is the gold standard of epic
0: digs. If yeah. you would, oh, that was yeah, that was yeah, epic. yeah, yeah. If you wouldn't have said what it was, I, I wouldn't have caught beyond out of all that. Agreed. Right. So. Yeah.
1: Okay. Fair. Yeah. All right, so we have the next one, and this is uh, a quote that they mentioned in the thing where they asked the fans. And, you know, we, we Disney, as Disney fans, our are, 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 are people are always saying, yeah, we asked the people, and we're always like, well, who did he ask? And so this is what they had to say about that. This is Mark Woodbury uh, quoting from the video. Here we go.
6: We went to the fans, and we asked them, and the answer was pretty compelling. Give us more of your great storytelling more of the immersive environments and do it in the most visceral manner possible.
0: Ooh, mm. uh, yeah, we normally associate Disney with storytelling, in yes. immersive environments, but I mean, are they yeah.
1: great storytelling?
0: Yeah, <laughs> a tinge above medium here because mm-hmm. I can I can see that they're
2: like, hey, look, we have the same strength Disney does, but still sticking to the adult thing because visceral. That doesn't mean hug your babies and children, right? No. Yeah. It means terrifying gentle. people. No word that has visceral in it means kindness and gentleness. Just saying.
0: <laughs> well, no, but they, they're with their edge. Yeah, with that universal edge, Exactly. I guess, is what they're, they're they trying to with, say there. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I, again, I, I would rate this very low if it is a dig at all. Yeah, Disney doesn't have a monopoly on storytelling and immersion. That's a, what all theme parks aim to do. Now, Grant, that is what Disney's bread and butter is, whereas yeah. universal, historically, I mean, they don't really immerse you.
1: Not as well. No. Yeah, definitely not historically. Not as well as, as what Dizzy has done.
0: Well, you, you get a little bit more Allen's of adventure, I suppose. But you, I don't feel immersed yeah. when I'm walking through Universal Studios. I don't feel like I'm, oh, wow, I'm in... You're in it. Yeah. whatever yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. world, whatever world. Except whatever for world.
4: the Harry Potter stuff. Yes. That's super immersive. Yeah.
0: And that's where I would say... They do tell great stories with the Harry Potter stuff. They've been doing it for a while, so I don't. I don't take that as a dig against Disney. That they've been telling good stories now for
2: quite some time. Yeah, I take it as. I take that as a little bit of a dig, at least to again, no boasting. They say, yeah, we have great stories, too. Yeah, Disney, yeah We have immersive yeah. environments. Yeah, you know? I, I, okay. I, would, I would take that as a dig on their abilities. I think that the dig, if anything, is the
0: visceral part of it all. Like, we don't. I thought that was a <laughs> choice of words, for yes. sure. Oh, yeah. That's a very serious word. It's, it's right. like, tell us a story, but don't hold back let her have it Yes. exactly <laughs> yes. let us have it yeah,
2: yeah give it to us like yeah let's you know let's take the little kids there and uh scam so they pee in their pants uh yeah yes
0: that's what visceral gives you <laughs> exactly no i like that that, that language and that oh, yeah. that might be how they are distinguishing themselves mm-hmm. from disney it's like we don't just tell stories and y'all have this fanciful little journey that doesn't really mean no we go right for your gut We just rip your heart out and show it to you Mm. that's (laughs) that's
2: called work though you don't
0: want to train the kids for work though uh, unless
2: they're going to be future project (laughs) managers I don't know what what do you think Rachel
4: yeah I would say if this one if the last one was like a 3 out of 10 I'd make this one like a 5 okay Um, Mm. I think think there to me was the thing about the fans right Mm -hmm. like and when I hear fans I don't hear like universal fans I hear theme park fans Yeah. Mm -hmm. and so it's like well we talked to Our common customers and they said that they want better and so we're gonna do it better
0: yeah Mm. i like that Um, that's kind of
4: what i get for that but it's not overt so i would say this is like a five yeah okay Okay. cool cool
1: all right so the next quote i have and this is from the section of the video where they talk about celestial park all right and so here we go this is mark woodbury once again and molly murphy OK, it's where we put the park back into theme park.
4: It has beautiful landscaping, incredible water features, amazing dining experiences, fantastic shopping opportunities and three spectacular attractions. There you go. Right,
2: that's what, am I, not what, a, dig. what am I missing? There's no dig there. There's no dig
1: there. Okay,
2: no, that's probably weakest. No, that, well, yeah, definitely. That's just marketing right there. You can't be like, uh, yeah, come to our place. We have nothing. Yeah,
0: but you can't do that. Yeah, when he said hey, we put the park back in the theme park, it was, it was more like you're actually stepping foot into a park. Mm-hmm. It's Celestial yeah. Park. It's a park.
4: Well, that's that's what Disney is trying to do with that Epcot redo. Is that's that what they it? said. That, yeah, yeah so Disney, that was Disney's whole angle in Epcot. It was like it's going to be a, like a community center – people are going to want to hang out there and relax and you know just kind of be in the space and that's why there's all those trees and benches and that kind of thing and so to me this is like an echoing I guess of like somebody must have done some consumer research somewhere and found that people want more like park uh like yeah like spaces with plants i
1: need to do tai chi
2: right there really quick i gotta do that
4: but yeah that's that's what epcot was trying the redo of epcot was also trying to do this like put the park back in theme park but mm. it makes me think of of waltz on the bench at mm. the park kind of um just wishing that there was a place where he could go that he could have fun with his kids mm-hmm. and so to me it's like now I don't I don't know if I would say this is a direct dig at Disney, but I do think it's that same idea of like people want parks and beautiful places where they can enjoy time as a family, and so Universal is trying to like get at that part of the market.
2: Yeah, it's just marketing. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, I just see that as a, a nice commercial. I agree
0: with Rachel's my point. Yeah, they created a park. They're talking about their park that they created. I. <laughs> I I don't understand, like, if that's what the research is showing, I don't understand why people just don't, I don't see that many people when I go to our local city park. (laughs) Well, yeah. Everyone wants this. Granted, it's cold out. Yeah, that's fair. Well, where's tennis? It's not as cold as here.
5: Oh, (laughs) good good point. Yeah. Yeah.
2: We're still working on that.
1: It's funny. I pulled that particular thing only because I remember the whole uh, hullabaloo with the hub in Magic Kingdom. Okay. If you remember, there used to be a lot of trees. Yeah. Yeah, There's a lot of trees and gardens and stuff, and they ripped that out so people could sit and watch whatever they're doing on the castle.
4: Yeah, but they added those turf areas that people love.
1: Which is lovely and lush, right?
4: Well, that's that's not fair. (laughs) Yeah, not... But I mean, you know, like people have those like hubgrass and chill shirts on. I don't know. How? It's like a whole thing. I've that's never, that's never seen thing. one of
2: those. Yeah, that, that's a weird. Oh, really? granary. No, it's an yeah.
4: Instagram thing, I guess. Oh,
1: Instagram thing. I gotta keep
0: an eye out. So probably, probably the weakest one so far, right? That we've had. Um. I, don't, I haven't felt anything. I, I, I don't know. None of these have really registered as having teeth. You're looking yeah. for epic is oh, what he's looking for. I'm yeah, looking for epic, s- yes. something that I, I think that's definitely a, a veiled shot. Yeah, yeah. you got to. Uh. Yeah. A dig's got to be something that y- you see it. You got to work up the sub digs though. Yeah, I, I don't, I know, I don't even on, know yeah. if this would qualify as a
1: jibe. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> this one, yeah. A is a he jib. speaking jibe right yeah. now? Yeah. <laughs>
1: All, right, what's the All next? right, so we got the next one regarding the Helios Grand Hotel. Okay. And I'll, I'll explain why I pulled this particular one, but uh, here's what they say about it. Okay.
6: And anchoring this incredible world is the amazing Universal Helios Grand Hotel. 500 rooms integrated into the park like no other theme park
0: in the world. Okay, that's a dig. There you
4: go. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a, a dig. That's it. a dig. Yeah. yeah. You know what that digs at for me is this like, cause the 500 room things that kind of reminds me of star cruiser and Uh. like, I know they're not going for like an immersive experience, but that was like the thing was that like star cruiser was going to be like this add on Mm -hmm. to Hollywood studios. It was going to be like part of the park and uh, it obviously didn't succeed. And so this feels like, Hey, this is our version of a boutique hotel. Mm-hmm. and we're really going to be putting it right inside the park.
1: You know, it's interesting you say that about uh, Star Cruiser is because in my research, uh, that was referenced. And what I mean is that uh, they there's supposed to be an element of storytelling within this hotel, mm-hmm. but not to the point to where the guests have to interact or engage in order to experience that storytelling.
0: So it's... it's oh, I would hope not. Yeah, yeah. it's
1: yeah, exactly. And that, that was, I think, the, 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 the article's point was that uh, they maybe somebody researched what happened at Star Cruiser and said we're not doing that,
5: mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah,
1: but we are going to incorporate much storytelling, which kind of supposed to, it's we don't know yet because they haven't released much information. But it's supposed to tie in all the different worlds that are in, that you experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I picked this quote because I thought it was interesting uh, because I, I'm curious to know what they mean by integrating into park like no other park.
0: I'm kind of curious as well. So is the hotel supposed to be reflecting different aspects of? the epic universe is that
1: as far as from what i read the storytelling is supposed to do that okay i don't know how (laughs) but that uh it all throughout the guest uh, as they meander through the spaces will encounter that story okay which ties in all those different worlds so i don't know
0: we're gonna get to the hotel yeah yeah, we'll get to the hotel for
1: sure yeah there's a bunch of stuff Mm -hmm. but i guess i guess i um i was also thinking integrated as far as how it's maybe part of the park or next to the park because Disney has, like, the Grand Californian, which, you know, has its own entrance mm-hmm. into California Adventure, and the Disneyland Hotel in Paris is, like, right there on Main Street. Sure. So, that's what made me curious. I was like, wait, it looks like, by looking at the map, it looks like the Helios is kind of, like, in the same proximity. Where sure. It's like, on the edge. It's not necessarily in the middle of the park, like a right. castle. Okay. But when we get to the hotel, we'll talk about more about the whole castle motif. But mm-hmm. that's one of the things that struck me as interesting as, as far as, uh, like, no other park. I'm like, wait a minute. Maybe I'm curious to see what they do with it.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, Universal has some great hotels. They do, but nothing on the lines of I would say, as far as theming, like a an Animal Kingdom Lodge, oh yeah, or, or anything like that. But if they're actually incorporating some of the stories that are told in their parks now into the hotels, which I don't know, and correct me if I'm wrong, Rachel, I, I might, I'm not as up on Universal hotels. I'm sure there might be some kid hotel somewhere out there that deals with some aspect of the park coming back to the resort with you, but, uh, nothing that I can think of that comes to mind.
5: Yeah.
4: They have those room. They have the kids suites. Um, so like at Portofino Bay, they have the suites that are the minions. They have like the hidden minions okay. room. Those are amazing. Those are the such fun rooms. And then they have the Jurassic, like same, same idea, but their Jurassic park at Royal Pacific. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like some of the IP coming back into the hotel. But other than that, I would say though, Portofino Bay, if you've, I don't know if you've been back there, but that theming, like that whole hotel, I think is very immersive. Oh, it's
1: nice. Yeah. It's really nice.
0: I've been at the Lowe's, the Pacific is...
4: Royal Pacific. Royal Pacific. There you
0: go. I've stayed there, but not at the other one.
4: Yeah. Portofino Bay is is very like Europe, Italy. Um, I also stayed at Hard Rock. I've not stayed at Royal Pacific, so I can't um, compare them, Mm. but the hard rock also i thought was very immersive in terms of just like feeling like you were in california
1: mm. oh okay i've only stayed at the royal pacific and it's really really nice
0: <laughs> but i guess what say like let's say you you go back to your room at the grand plenary and you can stop and have a drink at the beauty and the beast lounge mm-hmm. that kind of thing where mm-hmm. the you the parks are still at little places in and around mm-hmm. the resort. That's what I'm thinking of. Like, the themed rooms, I didn't even know about that, so I'm, my kid's just outgrown all that, I guess. But Yeah, uh, right. No, yeah. that's true. So uh, that's good to know. So uh, that's what I'm curious about. Are we going to see restaurants and bars that in some way pay homage to things that are already in their parks? Hopefully it's visceral.
1: Yeah. It should be visceral. They promise visceral. I want some visceral, visceral drinks. So that's the case in a hotel. So how do you feel as far as this dig? Is this medium, high... Oh, that's
0: pretty high. That's yeah. it's, it's like, yeah. yeah. Our hotel's better than yours. Yeah. Prove us wrong. Without yeah. saying it, worried right. about
2: being sued. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> Nana, Nana, <boobie>. No <laughs> other theme park has this. Yeah. That's yeah. like putting your bicep right there yeah. for everyone to see. <laughs> I'm with you.
1: Okay. Yeah. Cool all right so the next one i pulled just because uh, for me it, it's special due to episode one of the Magic Houry podcast oh wow and so danny <laughs> may uh, may figure out why i pulled this clip i don't know if it's a dig or not but it made me laugh okay but here's the next quote by mark woodbury once again and brian robinson
0: <sighs> the world's first dragon viking
1: utopia you soar sore with dragons and have a viking adventure
3: based on the great movie franchise and the ultimate wish fulfillment of flying dragons.
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm. What am I missing? You remember you remember this?
4: Like flying banshees, but then also like the um that when New Fantasyland opened, they had the Maleficent Dragon flyover, but it was only for like the media day.
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought it was going Beastly Kingdom.
1: No, this was uh in, in our very first episode, that was one of our Q stories. Was uh, flying dragons being seen over Disneyland?
5: Oh, yes. So we
1: covered that story, and I heard that and was like, oh. Okay, Flying Dragons, you're actually doing it.
0: Dang!
2: We've done like <laughs> 5 million episodes since y'all did the first. Yeah, I this
0: man. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, when you said the first episode, I'm thinking about that recording with Mark Dean. Oh, oh. no, not that, that one. No, no, no! This no, man
2: that, was 20 years old when you did the first yeah, recording, uh, Kevin. That's uh, uh,
0: episode zero. <laughs> that, that will never be aired. That was so many pounds ago. Yes, oh, yes, my goodness. Yes. Wow. I don't
3: know
1: why. That, that particular story in my head always stuck out to me with the Flying Dragons. Cause mm. That was one of our main Q stories that we talked about and it's like we've never heard of any flying dragons in disney ever again <laughs> after that yeah and so i love that i was, that uh, he said the ultimate wish for fulfillment of flying dragons and that t- took me back to that episode back in 2012 i'm like
0: oh that's right <laughs> we never did get those <laughs> yeah, I, I, when i ask y'all that now that i think about it so you got to ride a banshee over in pandora you're going to be riding a dragon over in Universal. I mean, has anybody wanted to ride on the back of animals and fly? Like, I've never had that <laughs> fantasy, but apparently a lot of people yeah. do. I did like to never in the story you got
2: to fly on the back of that Falcor? big dog. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't really care that was about, about
0: it. Uh, Flying the luck dragon, yeah, no. I, yeah. I didn't really I, want him.
2: But a dragon doesn't look comfortable to fly on for no, a No, exactly. It's hard leather. Everything is, or whatever it's made of, hard scales, it's, it's not going not be leather. Have you yeah. ever seen a movie where the dude flies on the dragon and it Looks comfortable
1: to him. He's yelling because he's like, "This is scary." Well, I know Hermione doesn't like flying dragons at all, yeah. or flying in period. I think I, I don't think she likes flying at all.
4: Yeah, I don't think she's big on flying. Period.
2: Yeah, I'm with yeah,
4: her. I don't. The flying in uh, Game of Thrones never looks. Comfortable. Exactly. <laughs> oh, looks uncomfortable.
2: That's why they yelling all the time, like, let me just forget about this crazy experience sitting on this hard thing. Like if you've ridden a <laughs> yeah. horse before and it's a saddle, the saddle's not comfortable. So you just have to focus on everything else because it's kind of painful and uncomfortable yeah. to ride on an animal. Yeah, you're pretty helpless when you're riding on an animal. Like, like yeah. that, right? Dragons have no, like, reins. If you watch the movies, right, yes. they just are holding on to dear life. Mm-hmm. And if the dragon's like, I'm bored, I'll flip upside down. It's not like a jet. It was inverted. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> the dragon went inverted when he went for that. I saw mic. a MiG-21 exactly. while inverted. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: You can't do that. You just fall off. That's scary yeah it's not a knock on anybody who's ever like have i ever wanted to fly like superman yeah sure i'm in control of that i'll, I'll do that oh yeah I'm but on that. have i ever wanted to climb on an animal that zooms me around no never no what if you I'm had just, a bad day you know what yeah, if you yeah, ate an iguana that exactly day? Got what if, offended what if a raccoon that spooks the like if you saw poor christopher reeve man mm-hmm. like, i mean come on there you go i just no i don't want to trust my fate to like i don't even Looking at riding horses, that doesn't even look fun or comfortable in any way.
2: Ooh, we That's a story I'll tell you about that later. But yeah, I was trying to do it again. It's it's tough because you got to trust an animal. But again, these are animals not dragons that breathe fire human animal
1: trust and bonding
2: maybe it's different for a dragon you know Ah, maybe Maybe there's a very soft spot on the dragon you can sit on and like hey hold on to this horn it's like a natural saddle
1: yeah that's that's no horn you (laughs) like i'm sorry i was confused (laughs) i don't ride dragons often (laughs) (laughs) i know yeah yes okay
5: all right right, right, moving on
1: okay Okay. moving on this is the next one this refers to dark universe and so we got molly murphy and brian robinson
4: dark universe a world where universal's classic monsters are reimagined in an ominous and chilly experience
3: everything you've ever wanted to experience with monsters is in this world that's not a dig
0: that's just truth yeah i i I don't where's the dig the digs are
1: uh I'm thinking this was a dig because of the whole Disney villains thing that the fan Disney fan universe has been uh, aching for, and maybe the the gone beastly kingdom with the mythical creatures thing is has gone there.
0: Well, that is yeah, there's sad ass. So I thought there were
1: two little pitches like, yeah, we're going to bring ours and bring it to life, whereas you guys just kind of piddled away your what you have.
0: If you if you want to say it's a dig at the Monsters Inc. laugh floor, I'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose. But no, like I don't know that Disney's really embraced the idea that we have monsters I mean, villains, yes. Yeah. But I don't I don't equate villains and monsters as necessarily being Equitable? Uh, well, but that's is, anonymous. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's but, a, that's yeah, that's that's them just again doing the bicep thing. I mean, their strength is in this. Mm-hmm. I mean these are classic this is monsters. Yeah. This is universal. They're yeah. known for doing horror I mean, if you, you know, want monsters, you gotta come here. Yeah, exorcist, yeah. you know. Michael Myers, I mean, Wolfman, Dracula, I mean, that's... Lose the first two and you're, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yeah, 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 You know know what I'm saying. I wish
0: Michael Myers was there, man. I know, yeah, I'm sorry, not
2: there, but just saying Universal as a company is known for having that property. So that's just them pushing that property forward. There's no dig on Disney and that. That's just them being like, again, like the visceral word.
4: Okay. Come get it. That's
2: how I look at that.
4: Rachel? Yeah, I don't see that one as much of a dig. I'm like... I know we're gonna talk about all the lands separately, but this one in particular, like I'm not sure how I feel about it. I know a lot of people are really excited about it. It's not necessarily my volume, but I also am like really curious what they're gonna do with it. it. Sounds kind of cool. Ooh, oh, I Danny did some research over the moon. <laughs> I know, I know, this is your volume, like big time.
0: Oh, hundred percent. Curiosity volume is high. Yeah, I'm excited,
4: but I, I don't know quite how I feel about it yet, but I'm like interested to learn more.
0: I'll tell you what, like when I heard about Epic Universe, this was the one area of Epic Universe I was interested in. The rest, I'm like, I've already seen enough Harry Potter. I played Nintendo. I've never thought to myself, you know what would be great about Nintendo? Not playing the game, exploring the world of mushrooms and blocks. You know, it's, it's just never well, been I my thing. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> the more i've learned about it and and the more i'm like okay i can see why people are digging this so much i mean i still think disney could crush them because i don't again i I don't know that anybody has ever felt immersed in the world of donkey kong or or super mario as disney can immerse you in, say the world of coco or um uh, moana or something you name it i mean I, i don't buy into that so much but um that's what makes it so juicy, right? Yes. Because if they do, mm-hmm. then it's like,
1: well, okay, Disney better play both. But here's right.
2: the one thing I would say to that is that they at least have the understanding of timing, which is all we talked about with Disney, right? Mm-hmm. Like the Mario movie came
0: out, so like, yes. oh, there's
2: a resurgence. So yes. they
0: at least are able to capitalize on that better. Correct. I couldn't say it to anybody. Yes, they don't sit around waiting. Right. Here it is, 20 years after you wanted it enjoy <laughs> frozen right they <laughs> you know, took whatever. the
2: gamble and then they they went for exactly. it. exactly
0: no i and admire it. them and like i said the more i learn about these different lands and all these different the attractions sound phenomenal dark universe does sound phenomenal they've made some choices that i'm a little sketchy about yeah i'm a little confused as to why but i, I guess i can understand it in the long run i mean we'll, we'll get to that when we get to the individual lands uh, in future episodes but We'll break this whole thing down, guys. Absolutely, Don't worry yeah. about it. It's just a There's whole a lot over, yeah. yeah, to be excited about. But yes, that's when it started out. Dark Universe was all I cared about. I didn't really understand the whole idea of exploring the other worlds. And now I want to see all the worlds. That's,
1: that's great. Yeah, <laughs> That's interesting. All right. So we got a few more quotes left. And this next one. Um, I'll, ju- I'll just play it. This is Mark Woodbury once again, uh, chairman and CEO of Universal Destinations Experiences. Okay. I guess the, their version of... where Molly Debar. go? I just felt
2: like we started to know her. I know. Oh, I know
5: her,
6: right? <laughs> she was the one that
2: brought me into the right. whole thing. Uh, yeah.
6: All right, so here we go. Here's Mark. Epic Universe represents a tremendous addition, almost doubling the size of Universal Orlando Resort. This gives us the opportunity to bring people to Universal Orlando for an entire week of the most incredible experiences they can imagine.
0: Yeah. Okay. What do y'all think? Okay. I, I just blanked through that one. Right. I could go partial on that. Yeah. Yeah,
4: I think that's like we have a product now that can fully yes. compete.
0: Yeah. That's, Rachel said it best. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what. they're they're telling you it's like no longer are we the hey come over here for a day and then go spend six at Disney come spend a week over here and then maybe you know go see whatever it is that you want to see at Disney on the side
1: or you have to make a decision for that year yeah
0: oh yeah Yeah. exactly yeah
4: that's what I find with clients now Mm -hmm. and I think it's going to be even more so when Epic Universe comes but like people are more feeling like they need to make a decision between the two where before Universal was more of an add-on but I think that has more to do do with it right now than anything else i think universal is pricing itself as a destination now where it used to be priced as an add-on uh-huh. and so people are seeing the prices and saying like okay i think i'm gonna have to pick
0: mm. okay so
4: but i can only imagine that's gonna get more intense when <laughs> epic universe comes online so yeah i think they're saying like you're gonna have to pick guys one year you're gonna do them and one year you're gonna do us or you know whatever
0: I like that. Yeah. I really do like that they're going that w- that way with it.
4: And I, I don't think they're wrong. No? I think you can already make five days work at Universal, right? So like two heavy park days in Universal Studios and Islands of Adventure, mm-hmm. a break day, a volcano bay day, and then like one more day to like clean up at the other parks, you know, at the parks. Anyway, yeah. I think you can do five days easy with a break day and a water park, Mm -hmm. I think when they add the new theme park in, it's, you could spend four days in the theme parks easily. And then a fifth day at the water park and then a break day. And now you've got a whole week trip.
1: Mm. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. I could tell you because they already have city walk and all that stuff and that's going under renovation and
4: yeah, yeah. City walk is great too. I feel like people sleep on city walk. What a fun area.
0: It, yeah, City Walk is fun. It's just that I guess a lot of people are like, "Well, I can experience some of these at home," and I think that's, that's what stops yeah. them from really enjoying all of what they have to offer over there. But uh, it is—it's a lot of fun walking through it. That place just comes alive. Yeah.
1: Oh, big time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's
0: it's fun to walk through. I, the only thing I would say about the, about the Universal and, and spending a week over there—they need to work on their infrastructure more over at Universal Studios, the original park, and Islands of Adventure. Mm. They do need to. to work on some things over there because there's not a whole lot of meandering through the lands we talked about that in our last show where we went where you just hey we're just going to hang out over here and have a beer or have well I mean you can get a beer but like as in I can open a can and drink it outside of my local 7-Eleven yeah. or yeah. whatever. No, like I'm talking about like little places where you just stay in and you just people watch and right.
2: you grab. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, everything is broken apart. I yeah, point it's broken apart too much. Like I'm not
0: walking 20 miles to enjoy by Drake. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So if they can work on the infrastructure over there, then yes, yeah, so they will have a lot to post about yeah. that's a big bicep that's yeah. a big bicep, big bicep to build up okay yeah it's a
1: pretty pretty good pretty good uh, uh, dig
0: yeah i, I would yeah. yeah i would say medium dig but yeah it's it's definitely we're coming yeah <laughs> <And>
1: <laughs> hell's coming with me yeah.
0: <laughs> there you go. i mean I'll, there. I'll, yeah, look what are you what are they gonna say like come over here see what you think no they're gonna be like no you're gonna want to stay for a while yeah. so i understand that so i don't consider it like a a haymaker, but it's definitely no, no, no. You, you're gonna like. What you're this doing. is yeah, because this gonna is be here. this
2: is hype to, to this mm-hmm. point. I mean, like it was wrestling. Right, it's like Paul Heyman coming out before Roman Reigns comes out. Like you, you have to build hype because everything hasn't been built yet. So if right. there's no yeah. excitement for it, Disney is still in existence. They still have time to build whatever. But yeah, if we don't have that pull from them, then
1: yeah, Disney won't try. All right. So here, the second to last one we have uh, is from Brian Robinson, Chief Creative Officer for Universal Creative. So Molly's fired at this point? Yeah, yeah, Molly doesn't have as many uh, quotes that I pulled I'm missing my Molly. Me too. She talks about... Molly be damned. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so this is what Brian has to say on his quote.
3: The overarching emotion that Epic inspires is what it's like to have your wishes ultimately fulfilled. Oh,
2: Yeah. That's a very that's nice. That's a choice of words That's I gimmick feel.
0: infringement at its yeah. at its finest. <laughs> it's not epic, but it's a very high up there dig. Yeah, I, I would put that one at about uh an eight. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. Wish fulfillment, that is not what Universal is known for. Eight five, that's what you eight, five about, huh? No.
2: You don't think eight five ought to dig?
0: Maybe. Uh, yeah, I am You,
2: you give an 8.5? Can I
0: get eight? I six? get eight,
2: eight, 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 five, hey. I'm over to eight. We're arguing over a point five. I <laughs> just say it. It, was, it was fun. I just wanted to haggle. For okay. a second. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. And that's one of the reasons why I picked that. Cause it's like wishes. Wait, y'all don't
0: usually use that yeah. terminology
1: mm. <laughs> too often. Why, why did y'all choose that language? Right.
0: And what, what is there in this new land? That is a, a wish fulfillment kind mm. of that. That's a good point. That's a really good point. Would make them say that.
4: They're saying celestial park, right?
1: No, this was Epic Universe. That, that was a quote for the entire thing. The whole thing? Oh, yeah. The
4: whole thing. Okay, so I, Celest- in Celestial Park, they have that um, star chaser coaster.
1: Okay. Oh, you yeah. a
4: star? Yeah. I don't know.
1: It's a comet thing.
2: It's yeah. supposed to be
4: a shooting star. Like you, you make a wish on a shooting star. Ah.
1: I
2: guess everybody wishes to be a monster deep down inside. I guess that's another mm, one. I do not. <laughs> no. Okay. No. Just try Never it. once. No? No? <laughs> Never wanted. No. No. Oh man. Never wanted to fly. That is right. a
4: storyline with the Harry <laughs> Potter stuff, though. Like people who like you know wishing to be in that world, experience the wizarding world.
0: I mean a wish that's to be so a, line, yeah. I think
4: the shooting star is a better I think that was yeah. a better connection.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm with little, you. I'm with you. A
4: little bit of a better yeah, uh,
0: but it's still yeah, it does it definitely seems like gimmick infringement. Like it, Disney. Yeah, <laughs> totally. It, it, they still. are <laughs> <laughs> they are encroaching upon Disney territory with the whole idea of wish fulfillment. fulfillment. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. be like, like
2: we we break wands right now.
0: Yeah, if they want to sit there, we're all about adventure and excitement and thrills, that's universal. Disney is wishes and magic. Magic yeah, well, I mean, yeah, Harry Potter's magic too. I, I guess you would say, but
2: it's nah. not happy uh, magic, you yeah, know. Yeah,
0: it's you not can transform to something. Right. Real magic. It's practical magic. No, yeah, yeah. The, he, he's right. It's more of a practical magic. It's not mm-hmm. magic like take my breath away kind of thing. It's it's more of a Dude. practical way of a, yeah. Let me uh, fix my glasses. Instead of going to go LensCrafters, crafters, I'll Oculus for. Oh, I don't have the key this door. Oculus fixes. Oculus, yeah. yes, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. So and the very last one is once again from Brian Robinson. Okay. This is the final quote uh, out of the entire video that he has. And, um, yeah, I'll just let it run, and uh, we'll see what we say. think
3: about it. The worlds that were chosen represent so many things for so many people, and they're so vastly different. Thrill and fear and joy and all of it comes together in a type of experience that you have never been able to find anywhere else.
4: Hmm. well they make a good point i think he's right like i'm trying to think of a more it is i guess what's going to be interesting about epic universe is it's not going to be as composed as some of the disney parks right Mm -hmm. it's going to be more of like a variety Mm -hmm. um And I think that will be new in terms of theme parks, but also like I'm excited about that opportunity, like that it has a space where, um, you know, my son can go do Super Mario and be super excited. And then my daughter can go do Harry Potter um, and they can both go enjoy the how to train your dragon. Um, That's going to be really cool for us. And so I do like the variety. I do, anyway, I just I think the quote is accurate that like this is a unique park in the sense that like there's such a variety of offerings just in one place.
0: Yeah, I, and I have no problem with him saying, "Look, thrills that you can't find anywhere else." Mm-hmm. That is kind of what Universal is known for. Yeah, Disney is not much for thrills. I mean, you get a little you get a little goose at Disney every once in a while in some <laughs> of these attractions, but you're not going to be out of you your mind yeah. like what. Ah! I mean, people die <laughs> on Universal Attractions. Visceral! Die on that Universal is, Attractions. <laughs> like, yeah, so <laughs> that is intense. And so, yeah, when he talks about, is it hyperbole? Yeah, I think Ooh, it's more we- hyperbole than what it is a dig. Okay. okay. I think they're just beating their own chest. <sighs> yeah. They're King K- Konging it. Do it oh, oh. Oh. Oh, yeah. yeah, very Do it perfect. Doing the biceps. Yeah. 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 I'm, 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 with, I'm with Danny
2: on that one. Uh, and, and that's what a good bit of it is, mm-hmm. in, in my opinion. Disney gives you the ability to relate. Universal right here, from what you've been playing, it just sounds like something where they say, hey, you come here and you party. And that's not the same thing. Like, <laughs> Dizzy is just like, hey, come here, feel free, feel where this is part of you that could be this or be that. They're just two different mindsets. So it's like that. the
1: one night stand versus the one you take home to your parents. <laughs>
0: kind <of> a thing. <laughs> That's yeah. a great analogy, Kev. I Dude, like it. I like that. But I do think that you're getting closer to. Hey, I like the rough stuff, and I'm marrying your dad. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. As a parent, you're gonna love that conversation. That, that is interesting too. You're right. Yeah, yeah. And,
2: and then, you know what's really scary though is that, uh, in my opinion, is that it's what is gonna happen to those generations. Let's say three or four generations past us. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking about with this. Like, who takes over then? Who's the champion right there? Because we are, for lack of a better word traditionalist right we grew up with this and so now here are these guys and what they're doing is smart they're picking things from our childhood to say hey boom we got your childhood put your money here no Mm -hmm. no fairy tales from hans christian anderson anything like that this is what you grew up with right here and now you use us to build your finance revenue further. Take your kids there. Who knows what happens then? Once that third or fourth generation comes without
0: the education of the Magic Highway podcast. But I don't think they're building on our childhood. How to Train Your Dragon? That's not us. What well, I mean, Nintendo ours, World?
2: Yeah. I mean, like, the classic
0: horror? Uh, Donkey Kong was throwing barrels at Mario when I played it. <laughs> I say, <same>, but we <laughs> remember that, right? That's a re- relative thing. Well, Donkey re- Kong Jr.? I
1: mean, yeah, I mean, I'm with Eddie on that. I, I, I play, I mean, I know Donkey Kong. I'm familiar with it. I remember the cartoon. But there's some video games that were released later. Like yeah. Donkey Kong <laughs> Country, which the ride is based off of. I never really played. No, I mean. You said you played, but I want to play it now. Yeah, yeah played. it. Yeah, play it. that was his I've never really played it. But, I mean, yeah. I, I think it's toward the end of. Our youth for that, so it was right. like it's almost like a, here's a little taste for your parents too who remember this character. Mm-hmm. But okay. you're probably not our target audience, but you, the people younger than you will probably dig it.
0: Okay, so the yeah, so the, the generations three or four. Right. He's passed us. The Even gal. the Universal Monsters are getting a makeover. I mean, you're not getting Boris Karloff's Frankenstein. You're not getting Bela Lugosi's Dracula or Lon Chaney Jr.'s Wolfman. You're getting their reimagined versions of what these characters look like. I would so rather Michael J. Fox's Teed Wolf. <laughs> <I would
2: say. laughs>
1: is that Universal? I don't know.
2: That'd be
0: awesome. If it is, it
1: should be.
2: I don't know. I'm just saying, but if for a werewolf, that's my pick. Okay, I'm just saying.
1: Throw that there. Well, those are all the quotes that I pulled from the video. That was
0: a great job, Kevin. I you like think that. It. Yeah.
1: It's funny to kind of see if y'all felt that was a dig or not. You know, maybe was, I was it, worried
0: it was a for a minute there. <laughs> I was like, wow, we're halfway through this and we haven't found one dig yet. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. We had some digs. I feel bad for Molly, though. I, did, I thought Molly you was wanted in more there. Molly, yeah. I thought she was a team player in there. And then <laughs> well, boom. Molly in the
1: video, she does a lot of the descriptions of the land, so very yeah. enthusiastic versus the overall conceptual relating to the audience kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. so i, I guess uh, to kind of wrap this all up sure you know we have we've been talking about tiana's bayou adventure and disney's got whatever else they're deciding to open but you know there there's a time when i was growing up and just to preface this you know the last major park opening was 1999 with islands of adventure that was universal again and before that for disney of 1998 with animal kingdom how do you feel as far which one are you more excited about you know, and, and I preface this by saying, you know, there's a time when it's like we would get hyped up for an opening attraction for Disney, and yeah, I can't wait to see that. We would see building footage, we would read stuff in the magazines, or maybe in the, the uh, news groups and stuff back in the early days of the internet and whatnot. So I used to get excited that way. Sure, and then, but you same know, here. Yeah. yeah, and Disney used to do very, you know, specials on TV mm-hmm. when there was grand opening mm-hmm. and stuff. So uh, nowadays, it's a little bit different landscape, different media ways to get your news out there. Mm-hmm. Which one has you more pumped up to want to see?
0: You you talking about between Bayou Adventure or the whole land of Epic Universe?
1: Yeah, and I realize it's kind of like an unfair advantage. <laughs> yeah, I but say. I mean, that's the. I mean, I'm me from wrong, but I, I got to say Tiana's Bayou Adventure may be the
0: only card they're playing right at the moment. Yeah, that's the only thing they put. Okay, or the biggest card they're playing at the moment. Why don't we let's be a little bit the more biggest fanc- card? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's be a little more fanciful with it. Let's say okay. it's it's Tiana's Bayou Adventure. It's some version of Beyond Thunder Mountain with Coco and Encanto and okay. all that. It's Animal Kingdom with Moana. Let, let's let's stack stack possible Villains Land take, maybe stack them all. Yeah, it's Villains Land as well. Uh, yeah, let's stack all of what Disney threw out there. And we know we're probably not going to get all of that.
1: No, and we did a show. If you want to listen to it back in January, we did a bunch of show with the releasing.
0: I mean, let's let's go Give off of the cruise ship, Disney Treasure. So that's a part, maybe a card. You think not theme park, but yeah, let's just keep it in the theme parks. Think, in the theme park? We're already giving now. We're, we're now we're stacking the deck against Universal because they're opening one theme park and we're giving them like three or four different lands to go with that, none of which we know anything about. I was say, it's,
2: it's, I think that's
0: 50 on on your, all your okay. point. Okay. I mean, that's about as fair as I can make it. That is pretty fair. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? How do you How do you feel? Honestly, yeah, probably Universal still same. It's about
2: relativity at that point.
0: I mean, I want to say Disney, but, uh, man, uh, because I'm just a little Disney, but... I get it. Yeah, I get it. I mean, everything that we're talking about with what Disney is doing, it just feels like it's coming along a little too late. Like, Coco's been out there for how long now? Mm. I mean... Yeah. It got some feel of Magic
2: love. Right. How about that?
0: Tiana's mm-hmm. been around there for how long? And we're giving her a hand-me-down attraction. We're not really giving mm. her... Uh, uh, I mean, I mean... I love splash, but I mean, basically we're getting the same attraction, just different scenery based on politics. That's not. Yeah, that's what makes that crazy. But the other sure. thing, but I'm trying to think about it. a villain's land. I mean, conceptually, I mean, like we've, we see villains all the time until I get something like a revolutionary kind of ride system, something different until I get something to wrap my head. Up. Having seen some of the ride systems that they're doing over here at Epic Universe, yes. seeing that they're now actually starting to incorporate in eateries and they're, they're treating them like you know it's not just one restaurant per land <laughs> like there's at least minimum two and there's a tavern to boot and here's this park and it's here's a hotel that's a ta- and the hotel is now going to tell the stories that's within the parks and it's probably just the curiosity factor because I've never quite seen Universal push all its chips in like they're doing right now Thinks exactly so I it. think that's probably what it is not that I would not be willing to see what Disney has to offer, but it's it just seems like Universal's pushing all their chips in. And for this kind of a gamble, I want to see it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm with him.
2: That's a lot. The clips that you played proves a lot of bravado on Universal's part. Mm-hmm. If they were like, hey, we made something, it's really good, mm-hmm. what they would do is they would say something like, Hey, you gotta have fun, blah, 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 blah. They would stick to that level of kindness But this is a whole new level for what you played, mm-hmm. right? Where they like, we have confidence that we will take this place over. And yeah, I would say that that is a really good start to what they're doing because what they're doing is they're spreading everything out. They're, they're for lack of a better term, there's a term called shotgunning it, meaning that they don't know what's going to hit yet, but they're confident enough in what they put out that they know people are going to bite on it. And, yeah, Disney may have one attraction, like Daddy says, it's refurbished, redone, and based on this and that in politics. We don't need to talk about that. Everybody know how we feel about that on the shows. But these guys are like, yeah, let's go for imagination, like pure imagination you're used to in seeing, and that is something is different. And when you put in something that is an alternative route, that's going to get curiosity
1: peaking in people. Hmm. Rachel, what do you, what do you say?
4: I think, well, I had never been to Universal. Well, that's not true. I went to Universal in high school, but I don't really remember it. We didn't spend a lot of time there. I had never been to Universal before 2020. We went the first time right before the pandemic. It was like our last trip right before the pandemic hit. Oh, wow.
5: And, 2020, um, okay.
4: It was 2020, yeah. And I was so blown away by the Harry Potter stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a big Harry Potter fan, so like I guess i'm I'm the right market. Mm-hmm. But it's overwhelming. the like attention to detail. like I always think to myself, I can't believe there's only one attraction in Diagon Alley because I've spent so much time in that space, and I think about like, what was I doing in that space with only one attraction? But like somehow, it is still compelling and interesting, and I like being in there. We go get drinks in that place in the side near the stage. And we just, like, relax there. I just, I just love, like, being in that space. And so I think that the Harry Potter worlds at Universal are the best thing I've ever experienced in a theme park. And it's not close for me. And I love Disney parks. I really do. Mm-hmm. Especially Animal Kingdom. I think Animal Kingdom is fantastic. <laughs> However, uh, nothing touches Harry Potter. Not even close for me. So I'm really excited to see what Universal is going to do. Because... I think those Harry Potter worlds are the newest, I mean, they are the newest thing that universal has done from scratch and they're incredible. And so I cannot wait to see the rest of what they want to do from scratch when they get to just build it from the ground up. And I wanted to add, we haven't talked about it yet, but I did hear a rumor because the Simpsons is owned by Disney now, Mm -hmm. right? It's a Fox property Mm -hmm. that Disney has acquired. There is some question about whether Universal will continue to purchase that property or like the licensing for it.
3: I heard that, and so i I,
4: I have heard that they're talking about putting Pokemon in mm-hmm. there. I've heard that and too. Yeah my My son will explode. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> he is. I like mentioned it, and like regularly, I would say once a week, he'll just randomly be like, "Hey, mom." Is Pokemon open yet? At Universal? I'm, like, oh, I'm wow. like, dude, I wish I hadn't said anything because it's like a serious rumor. Like, that's not even really going to It might not happen. It was just a rumor. But oh, I've he's heard so. So, I hope they do it because, uh, and it, I just, I'm getting off topic, but no, I, no, no. I guess. No, I, I think that's valid. What they yeah. have done recently in the Harry Potter lands in Islands of Adventure and Universal Studios makes me so excited to see what else they can do. And, and Nintendo World too. I haven't been in or- um, Hollywood yet, but I've had clients go, and they said it was so fun. And mm-hmm. I've s- watched a bunch of videos, and just it seems like Universal is just hitting them out of the park yep. every time they start something new. Yep. Um, and so I'm just I'm hoping they continue to just hit it out of the park, and I'm really really excited.
0: Yeah, Harry Potter really put them on the map where they said we can do this we can do we you see what disney does we can do that just as good if not better and then the nintendo world they opened over in uh well hollywood Southern, in japan yeah, yeah. hollywood yeah, yeah exactly oh,
5: japan too, yeah
0: that's what really had people like okay and then they can sustain this and so we can't wait to, like you, you just talked about the whole thing with pokemon i heard a rumor that they've renewed the ghostbusters license i and heard that, that too yeah, yeah that's and crazy. that they might be doing something with ghostbusters because they're worried about what disney had to deal with when they opened up uh, animal kingdom in hollywood studios which is cannibalization which is like okay now everyone's going to the new parks but no one's going to the old parks now mm-hmm. wow. and so what, what, do, what do you do to keep people going to universal studios and islands of adventure now that everyone's flocking to epic universe how do you right. keep it interesting and it seems like Universal has already thought this through and are, and, yeah. as usual, are two steps ahead of everybody.
4: Yeah, they're putting in that DreamWorks area, too. That's confirmed. Yes.
0: Yes. Oh, wow. That yeah. a, that's a big card.
4: Yeah.
1: Uh,
0: well, you,
4: have you answered the question
0: yet, mm. Kev? Or, go you,
4: go have, ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah, no, 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 that's
1: no problem. And uh, I would say that I'm more excited for Universal. Uh, is opening at this point uh, versus the stuff that disney has announced and the reason being and it's not recency bias it's not the no. fact that it's uh the next biggest park to open or the next gate to have open it's the fact that a lot of these things are fresh yeah you know a lot of the things we're getting from disney and we cover this oh in length uh, for a couple of shows in january is reopenings uh retheming stuff mm-hmm. like that but it, when we do these uh, shows based on the lands, because we're, we're this is going to be a series of shows, guys. When we talk about the stuff and, and 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 you, if you listen to the show, you know I'm a big fan of the ride systems mm-hmm. and the stuff that they're putting together and using and combining and just taking a chance and just going for it to help them tell their story. It's freaking amazing. It's new. And you know we were talking off air. I'm, I don't want to give it away, but there's a ride system that uh, you know it's like we are going to be angry at Disney because it's like they could have done this. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> But they're not doing it, and uh, so now Universal's got it, and so whatever Disney does, it's just not going to match it. That's exactly. You know, they just say to copy them. and it's just like, okay, yeah. So that's that's what it is. A lot of this stuff is fresh. It's new. It's 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 exciting because it's different. You know, uh, I know Universal um, has has trouble with the complete immersion thing, but as to to Rachel's point and Danny's point as far as uh, the Harry Potter stuff. Um, I think that's what they're that's what they're going for that's what definitely put them on a the map. And it's funny because when you look at their parks, Islands of Adventure and Universal Studios Florida it's like you can see the progression of how they did theme parks, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, exactly. the, the attractions, and I don't know what they call it. The universe, in the in the old park, that Main Street area kind of thing, the way they did their attractions then, and then mm-hmm. you, you walk through and you, you saw how they did attractions after that, mm-hmm. and then they added more attractions, um, and then you get to Harry Potter. Harry Potter took them to the next level. Yes, it did. It's like if you think of Disney and their the level of animatronics and the way they move. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can definitely tell if you saw the Tiana videos. That animatronic is awesome. Um, so yeah, it's just level. She looks great. Yeah, yeah, she looks great, and the movement's great, and everything's great, and so that's what Universal's doing here. It's like now they got their lands going, now they know how to do an immersive area. Well,
0: yeah, and- I don't know if you saw that Richard Hurtch commented on that, and he's like, yeah, I kind of worry about how that Amatronic's gonna hold up being. And within that and- in case, the environment, all the yeah, the water, the humidity, that kind of thing. And I wrote back to it, I was like, Yeah, dude, I'm just trying to be positive. It's <laughs> <laughs> I tried. <laughs> but I do worry about that because yeah, you saw what happened with the Yeti. Mm. Yeah. And, and they didn't think that through. What about the dwarves in, in Seven Dwarves Mind Train? Where they just it's the environment's just not dark enough where you can the dwarves look weird with those lit up faces mm-hmm. that are animated. When's,
4: when's the last time you rode Rise the Resistance, and Kylo Ren worked. Oh, oh
2: years.
1: So
0: years. Man,
4: that, that,
1: that, that
0: hurt. BMO, Yeah, I, I think Rachel just touched upon- That's an, a great point. An important point. Yeah, exactly. I, I think there's a one more element to this that we haven't really quite mentioned yet, but, but we've touched on, is that we're, we're tired of being hurt by Disney. Yes. <laughs> yes.
5: I won't be hurt no more. We've been hurt before.
0: <laughs> we're tired of paying more and getting less. Yes. we're tired of them not swinging for the fences we're tired of them grabbing us by the ankles and shaking the change out of our pocket for every little thing tinkering with stuff that already works instead of building whole things that could make it better we're tired of them shifting around the furniture and saying okay we did something pay us more
2: i would say i wanted to, can i just put, put two cents on that because that's one of the reasons why I went to California was to get a taste of bar. I can't afford to fly out to France and Paris. I, I can't afford that. But we went to California. All I got was some was some bad drinks. <laughs> and then it was the Avengers Tower. And it was like, oh, there's Thor. And then, like, Thor went in, like, yeah, I'm about to go play video games and be Fat Thor. And they're like, you know, like, nothing happened. Like, you know what I'm saying? But then when I went to
1: Universal, you talk about California Adventure, California yeah. campus. Yes,
2: yeah. okay. sorry, I just teared through it. Oh, no worries. And then uh, when I went to Universal, I mean, yes, I mean, during the day versus night, you want to get, you know, go at me on that. That's fine, but still it was like, I went there, I told them, I was like, I feel like a comic artist here. Like his art, I know this guy drew this, drew that. I met Spider Man. They had better merch than Disney did. Mm. To where I was like, for I, yeah, yeah, for Marvel yeah. stuff. I mean, like, I got a Punisher T shirt. I, I mean
0: albums went broke. Good thing I was with the these cats guys. And figures that you couldn't
5: find. anywhere. couldn't any get
2: autograph yeah. signatures from Chris Evans and like off of the movies. Like it and, was And insane. the Costco comic book creators as well. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Mark Brooks, he did something I was like I was telling that like I know this guy, I met this guy, he did it. like I felt an inspiration that I should not feel in the competition's place. Mm-hmm. for for that mm-hmm. property. And so that point is just to say, yeah, um sometimes I, mean, I love Disney too, but sometimes it's like Can't always be fairy tales. Everybody has a different preference for what inspires them for, you know, creativity. And these guys seem to be like, hey, look, we would rather take our chances and put 100% equity in the 15% of your property than disney is willing to do with stuff that they just keep
0: gobbling up all the time it's crazy well but and also like i would i don't know like we're talking about the response a disney response it's it's you know it's going to come at some point in time at least we <laughs> disney fans we're we'll cross our fingers and hope that there's a response we'll still be well, alive. Yeah. yeah i you
4: know the response to the harry potter stuff was supposed to be yeah. avatar and galaxy's edge Right? So they did respond. That's what I'm saying. I'm just trying to say, you're right. They're going to respond.
0: Well, exactly. But that's my point, is like, I don't know if I trust them to respond under the current regime. I don't even want them to respond. I'll be honest with you. Until Bob Iger's out of there, I don't even want them to respond. I've seen what they've done with Avengers Campus. I've seen what they've done with Galaxy's Edge. I've seen what they've done with Avatar. These are not really well thought out, immersively. They, they, like Rachel said before, they can't hold a candle to what Universal did with Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Avatar yeah. should have been so much better. The best aspect of the land, 90% of the time you can't experience it at night when you're supposed yeah. to really enjoy it. Galaxy's Edge, mm-hmm. one great ride and a lot of what? <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. a lot. I would say the closest Disney has gotten is Cars Land. Cars Land. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: That yeah. is, I think, I think that is the closest they came, and that's just because they bombed out so bad with um, with uh, the original version of what uh, California Adventure was supposed to be. But at the same time, of all the places to explore, look, I'm, I'm thankful that Cars Land is there, and it's a great attraction, Radiator Springs Racers. It's, it's a very, It's very beautiful, but I've never thought to myself, this is the, of all the properties, this is the world yeah. I wanted to explore. So they did a phenomenal yeah. job, not to take mm-hmm. anything away from them, but... I I don't know that I want Bob Iger. Y'all, what do y'all think? Y'all want Bob Iger responding to this? Y'all no. trust?
1: No. It, here's the thing with uh, the, the what Universal's laid down. It's it's there, it's goes back to Eli was saying about timing, right? So up until this point, up until January 30th, we really hadn't heard anything official much from Universal. There was a there was some no. They keep it close to the chest. Yeah, yeah, that was the thing. They keep it very tight lipped. Um, of, of course, the, the fan universe for Universal was buzzing. So we got rumors and you know people are keeping track of patents and trademarks, all kind of stuff. So, That's we where we get all, yeah. so the first time we heard something definitive was at the end of January 2024. And the best thing about it is that, hey, here's everything we're doing. It's opening next year. This is what you can expect. And you and they show you the concept art. And I, I know Eli always likes to point out the concept art a lot of times doesn't really reflect what they're actually building. Well, it's funny in this case you see the concept art and then they got fans taking aerial photos of the built construction yes and you can literally correlate this is what they're building Mm -hmm. and there it is on the 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 concept art yeah like this is what they drew in the concept art they're actually doing it yeah that's (laughs) the point
6: of the
2: concept art and it's like it's
1: like it's actually happening. what they're saying is actually true so it holds a little bit more weight for me in that and i'm like uh, unless Dizzy can do that, I don't want another D23 where he's going to give me some, uh, uh, what was it? Like, like notes blue on sky. a... Yeah, yeah, Blue Sky, blue notes sky. on a napkin kind of thing yeah, as you, you pointed out Rachel kind of stuff. I, you know, they ma- gave i gave rather hope, you... Wait, yeah. I'd rather, yeah, Here's I don't want hope. hope. <laughs> <laughs> I did, yeah. They gave me hope. <laughs> and
2: you're not, and That's not wrong to, to say that because I remember when they was announcing Galaxy's Edge in the concept art. Yeah. Yes. And we talked about that. I was yes. like, oh, that looks awesome. Now, you know,
0: what happened? We were <laughs> supposed to be living our story. We were supposed to be interacting with bounty hunters. We were supposed to be doing all... None of that Nothing came to that, be. None of that happened. All you had was bad milk and
2: did a, a surreal, simulated experience. Uh, so at a, yes,
0: In a, a bar you can't sit down at. There
2: you go.
4: And I, maybe this is not gonna... Maybe it can't <laughs> happen anymore in the current economy, but I think that the theme park that's going to win, ultimately... Well, I I don't know. I, I have a hard time imagining Universal like truly beating out Disney, but We'll see. But I think the one that will win is the one that can make the hassle free vacation. Because yes. it used to be, at least to me, and I'm going to sound like back in my day, but I do, <laughs> I feel like this is a back in my day situation. You, you can, you can Welcome to our world. Yeah. <laughs> it took
0: her long enough.
4: Yeah. <laughs> People would say, Why do you go to Disney all the time? And I had you know, a five-year-old child and a baby. And I was like, there's literally no easier place to bring my children and get sunshine in the winter than Disney world. They pick me up at the airport. They make sure all my shit gets to the resort and I don't have to touch it. Then when I need to leave, I can check it all at my resort and they make sure it gets to New Hampshire like they, I pay for the dining plan. I don't have to think about our food for the week. We don't have to drive for the entire week. Everything's included. We have fast pass. Like at the time like I knew how to play the fast pass system so that I had three to, ready to go every day and then we kind of got what we needed after that. It was just like everything. You could line everything up and it was yep. like the easiest week. We could just all really connect as a family. Mm-hmm. No worries. It was like a true Hakuna Matata situation. <laughs> and I think If one of those parks can get back to that, where everything is just sort of included and it's easy and they think about like, what is the red tape that people face when they're planning a trip? okay, we're going to take it away. Yeah, I think that will be a huge benefit, you know, financially to whoever can achieve that first because people want a hassle free trip. I think it
0: was Harry that posted uh, this past week about. The Magical Express and and mm-hmm. how he yeah. how he wished that that was coming back and how people th- how there's still this outcry for it, how convenient that was to step off the plane, not even touch your luggage, get on the bus, be taken right over there, not having to get your own Uber, walk to the spot. I mean, that is get on a Disney.
4: But babies, I didn't yeah. need a car seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that it
0: was so nice. And to take that away for no reason other than to save a couple bucks while charging us more and more and more and more. And
4: the, I mean, the dining plan actually fed you for a reasonable price yes, for the entire week.
0: Mm-hmm. You never had to think it through beyond... I mean, I, I feel bad. Uh, who was it? it was? Uh, um, oh, I'm blanking on his name that talked about... Uh, like, yeah, I don't drink. Oh, Gene, yeah. Yeah, Gene, uh, thank you. Yes. The dining plan's not for me then, right? And I'm like, yeah, I know that sucks. I, I, I'm a drinker, and even I think that that's wrong. Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, I, I enjoy... A beverage or two or six uh, at my meal. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, you should not make the dining plan contingent upon you have to drink alcohol. And by the way, if you have a kid, we're already getting your money. Right. Mm. You should not, every single time you reach for your wallet, you should not be shaking hands with Mickey.
4: <laughs> yeah. I, I've been pointing people to cruises for this reason if they're looking for a hassle-free trip. Yes. They're yes. like, oh, we, we just really want to relax. I'm like, okay, then you should do a cruise. Don't go to a theme park. Absolutely. Yes. Although I will say for Universal, especially if you have older kids, because Universal does have a height requirement problem mm-hmm. right now that I think they're trying to address, but it is a problem. hmm if you have older kids and you want a hassle-free trip, if you stay at a Universal Premier Resort, you're good to go. Yo. No problem. You're, that is a hassle-free trip, folks. Like, yes. <laughs> you just walk on to whatever you want the entire time you're there. The restaurants are all right there. There's good food options. So I do recommend that. Last question for okay. Rachel.
0: Okay. Disney treasure or epic universe? Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Now we're getting there.
4: Uh, yeah. Here's, so well, a better question for me would be Icon of the Seas or Epic Universe. Mm. Icon of the Seas is Royal Caribbean's new largest cruise ship in the world. And that has more to offer, I think, than the Disney Treasure. Hmm. And so I would say, oh, that's really tough. That's really That's really even for me. Probably Icon of the Seas right now. But when Universal actually starts releasing... More details that might change.
0: So I'm taking it to be icons of the sea, epic universe, then the treasure. The
5: treasure.
1: Yeah,
0: okay, definitely, uh, enough,
1: and, that, and that's and that's great because like Royal Caribbean's always been has been known to be just as the equal in experience as the Disney Cruise Line, but a lot less, right? Yeah.
0: And for those yes. people out there who think we're dumping on Disney a bit, uh, we are a little bit, but I mean, this is we're this is coming from a place of love because we yeah, have faithfully. Given our money and support them and we'll continue to do that and love disney we're just man come on step up we're, we're not wallets with eyes
4: i have a sad disney fan confession this year oh. i'm not renewing my annual pass what oh wow! i'm not Ooh. it's the first time i won't have an annual pass since 2016 wow um, okay I mean, I guess I let it lapse during the pandemic, but it's because I don't live there. <laughs> I was not going to go. This is true. But like w- when I was able to go, I've always had an annual pass, and I'm not going to do it this year. We're just we're pulled in other directions.
0: I understand. I can understand that. Yeah, yeah. I totally understand.
4: I still love it. We're still going to go like yeah. once a year, but it's not worth having an annual pass.
0: No. Yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah, I haven't
1: had an annual pass in a long
0: time. That's the thing. I mean, Ness is what is so disappointing about Disney. This is why we say this is all coming from a place of love because we used to be a family that would go to Disney at least twice a year. Mm -hmm. Now we're lucky if we're able to afford going once a year and it's not because we're making less money. I can tell you that. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. All right, so that begins our series on Universal Epic Universe. So make sure you stay subscribed and and tuned in. Uh, We'll be interspersing shows about the various areas of Universal Epic Universe throughout the next several weeks, maybe even to months. Um, Because no doubt Universal will be releasing things on the rest of the lands throughout the year leading up to their opening sometime in 2025. So, but the, in the meantime, let us know what you thought about the video that Universal released or maybe even if you, there were some digs maybe that you saw that we missed or I missed or, or maybe what you thought about the digs that we did choose to play on this air. We'd love to hear your thoughts, your opinions. They're always welcome in the show. And we're about to tell you how to get in touch with us to share those in just a little bit. Y'all, we hope you enjoyed that episode of the Magic Our Way podcast, where we talk about epic digs at Disney. Mm. Mm. Look, if you want to learn more about us, magicourway.com is the way to go. There, you'll find our social media links, past episodes, and more. Also, if you do want to get in touch with us to share your opinions on anything we talked about on this episode, you can do so through the following ways. First of all, shoot us an email at at show@magicourway.com or call or text us at one eight five muweekan.
0: That's one eight one five. Universal weekend.
5: <laughs> that's
0: something epic. new. Universal our way podcast. Universal, <laughs> Universal our way. Yeah. Universal our, our Universal universe. universe. Yeah. They're They're epic. Unif- our way. I wow. like our universe. Although our that's uni-
4: like a, I think that's already something else. But our universe.
0: Our, our way is epic. The magical universe <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Up there. Epic our way. There you go. Magically epic. Yeah. Magic or epic? Oh boy. Now we're saying Disney. Come on. Yes. All right. <laughs>
1: So, look, we have a couple people do things outside of the podcast. First of all, we got Eli does things with comics, and you can definitely support him. Eli, what you got, sir?
2: Yeah, that's pretty epic, sir. Thank you. Um, you can always go. When you out there on the web, go to com. You can see all the projects I got, such as Project Geisha, Savages, and the Molly Be Damned. Sorry, Molly. Uh, all of the work is <laughs> fully colored. The I only- like Molly. I like Molly too. It was got two issues from Molly.
1: Um, I'll put more Molly quotes.
2: Now if she's on a pirate ship, that'll really help me out, synergy wise. You oh, saying. nice.
1: Because right.
2: that's what Molly is uh, is about. Anyway, um, you can buy that from you. Yeah, buy that from me. Right there. And, and again, you get an ad for the podcast. You get fully colored book. That's bigger than what the uh, the big two guys are doing. And they give you like twenty four pages. Actually, it's like fourteen pages with a whole bunch of ads about tennis shoes and video games. Just get the whole art. That's what you want. That's what you pay for. Just saying. So anyway, uh, there's blogs, interviews, posts, and stuff like that. There's a link to the Magic Highway podcast. You never miss a beat. Never miss an episode. You never miss a trip report. You never miss what's epic. So just go ahead and go take that little piece of the web right there, ivacommerce.com. Thank you guys for your support. Social media, I hang out there uh, when I'm awake. Uh, so uh, Facebook.com, Eli Jivory. It's always a pleasure to meet you. Unless you're a bot, I really cannot afford to greet you. Literally, I, I just can't do it. <laughs> Last bot I talked to, you, almost ruined my credit. <laughs> almost lost my car. Please stop coming at me, bot. I mean, y'all look really good, but, you know, I just got to stay in my little world right That's now.
0: what his ex-wives are for.
2: Exactly. Yay! You know, it's like a harem if you're not broke. Anyway, <laughs> uh, also on Facebook, uh, you can go to the Project Gation Fan Page. People have been checking that out. Appreciate that as well. Instagram, the hearts and likes are coming fast and furious and the stories as well. Yeah, you have five hundred four 504s where you can find me there. And of course, on X. I'm really looking forward to that X-Men 97 premiere, by the way. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah,
1: same here. Yes, yeah.
2: absolutely. But not related to this X. There's a lot of X going on. There's double X, triple X, no Vin Diesel. Anyway, right there on X, you can find me at Hancock 10166. So if you appreciate the madness, just bringing me the gladness. Thank you very much.
1: And if you want to book a vacation to Walt Disney World or the Universal Orlando Resort, you can do so through Rachel. Rachel, time to do this.
4: Yeah, we can already book you for January 2025 and beyond at the new Prime Value Resorts that are going to be near to Epic Universe. Ooh. So if you're interested in a Universal trip, maybe to catch Epic Universe, which who knows when it's going to open yet, but I think hopefully spring. We'll cross our fingers, but you can start staying in their hotels January and February of 2025, and I would be honored to help your group book a trip to Universal, Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, Royal Caribbean, and major hotel brands around the world, so please give me a call. You can call me at 978-432-WISH, or you can also email me my email is rachel r-a-c-h-e-l at magicarway.com. and there is no extra charge for booking a trip with me and just a little bit of your vacation comes back and supports this fan community at no extra cost to you so please reach out i can help as much or as little as you want and you can also find me on social media i'm going to be on a trip next week to the western caribbean on royal caribbean's wonder of the seas which is their second newest ship i'm really excited about it so you can follow along at r the letter r family magic on instagram youtube tiktok and facebook so check me out and uh send me a message you can do that there too if you want to plan a trip thank you so much
1: and if you want to access all the info we just mentioned, go to magicrway.com forward slash about us. Also, if you want to elevate your support of the Magic Rway podcast, go to patreon.com forward slash magicrway. There you'll find six awesome tiers to support this show. Any way in which you can support the show is deeply appreciated. And if you want to support us and it doesn't cost anything but a little bit of your time, leave a rating and review in Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or wherever you access our show, YouTube, whatever. Spotify, doesn't matter. Leave a rating review to let everybody know that we exist and that we're something good to listen to.
5: We exist. Yes, we exist.
1: (laughs) We also want to thank you for being a loyal listener. We always love hearing from our listeners. All opinions will be always welcome on this show. So make sure you get in touch with us today. So we say, Quaharini, my
0: name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out.
5: And you are. Bye.